Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. <laughs> and this is episode 27 of In the Movies. This week is another Drunk Disney! <laughs> and we're getting... We got drunk while watching Babes in Toyland. <laughs> I'm ready to party! We're drunk. So bad. It's great. Is this your first time? Is this recording? That's the joy of the drug podcast. Gang activity. activity. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fucking nuts. I'm always fun. <laughs> that made it sound way weirder. <laughs> I meant it. Babes in Toyland. So we're already drunk. <laughs> A little bit. They couldn't tell from the intro. A little bit. We have watched Babes in Toyland. Yes. The, I want to say original, but maybe like the first movie version from 1961. Because there's an 80s version. There's like a 30s version. Oh, it's even, maybe. Well, we watched the 60s version. Yeah. It was amazing. It was, it was something. Okay, I found this movie by simply Googling Disney Christmas movies. Because it was time for a drunk Disney for Christmas. So Tradition. we needed to find a Disney Christmas movie. Which oddly there are not a lot of. Like there's the Santa Claus movies. Yeah. But they're just that's cute. about it. I love the Santa Claus movies. I know, they're not Well like, I like the first weird. one, then the second one's okay and the third one's terrible. I mean yeah, they get just worse, like every other but the point is, this is, like, the only thing that wasn't, like, a weird thing from the 30s or something. So we knew nothing about it except the little synopsis. Turns out, not about Christmas. Not really, no. Not really even about toys much till the end. Anyway, I had to rent it on iTunes for $5, so... There's that. <laughs> Could not find it to download. Oh, I shouldn't say that anymore. I almost got caught, guys. <laughs> She's a thief, just like Tom. <laughs> okay, Babes in Toyland. Yeah. Directed by Jack Donahue. Written by, well, it's based on an operetta oh. by Glenn <laughs> McDonough. McDonough? McDonough. 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 <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Screenplay by three people I've never heard of. Correct. And the music by another woman. Starring Edwin, a drunk Disney returning <laughs> favorite. <laughs> um, previously heard in The No-Mobile. The No-Mobile. Right. You may know him from... Uh, Mary Poppins. Or Alice in Wonderland. He voices Mad Hatter. Yes. Or the crazy uncle whatever and... What's his name? Whatever. You know him. <laughs> He's a staple of Disney's 60s movies. Correct. As we're finding out. He's in all of them. Um, so he was in this. Yeah. A little bit. To the worst the end. <laughs> he was in a lot of the end, but like not until three right. quarters of the way through the movie. Um, also starring our new favorite, yeah. Annette. Just, Annette. just Annette. Yes. No. Later credited as Annette Funicello, but in this film, simply Annette. Annette. 
We love her singing voice. Yeah. She has no facial expressions. No. Which I love. Yeah, it is. I say <laughs> it's like she got like weird, like pre sixties Botox and couldn't move it. Anymore. I think she just gives no fucks, right? <laughs> we saw there's a picture of her like older that we saw, and she had the same expression. She's it like, never changed in like eighty years. She's like, I'm Annette. Whatever. Listen to my beautiful, sexy, deep, kind of raspy voice. Yeah. We also found out that she later did beach party movies. Seven of them. With Frankie Avalon. So we're now going to watch all of those. Correct. (laughs) New life goals. (laughs) Okay. Here's Babes in Toyland. Tom, the Piper's son, is about to marry Mary Quite Contrary. On the eve of their wedding, evil miser Bonnaby hires two henchmen to drown Tom and steal Mary's sheep, cared for by Little Bo Peep. (laughs) <laughs> Thus depriving Mary and the children she lives with of their livelihood, forcing her to marry Barnaby. That's a very accurate plot summary. Of, like, the first 20 minutes. Yeah, a lot happens in this film. But then, like, nothing for, like, the last half hour. Yes. It's, um... Uh, oddly paced now that I think about it. So, uh, we should say we're in Mother Goose Village... Correct with Mother Goose and Silly Goose as our Mother Goose and Silly Goose introduce us to the story. Yeah. There is some inconsistent fourth wall, like addressing the camera. Like she introduces it, but then she's a character. Yeah. And when Barnaby first shows up, he looks at the camera and talks to us as if he's narrating, but then doesn't really do that much. Yeah, I don't know. It's odd. It is odd. It is from the beginning. Amazing it, to watch. It, I, I like it took my breath away. It, like a, she, Mother Goose appears in front of the curtains, and then the curtains pull away, and it's the most amazing set. Yes. of this village, and then they like sing a dance for ten minutes, and it's amazing. Yeah, and the dancing is beautiful. It's really good. Stars had like to do so much more to be like famous and shit. Didn't you yeah, just have you to, like... really had to do it all. Sit there and make podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so famous. Do you get that? Yeah. Um, it's... It looks amazing. It's it's beautiful. It really is. Um, so we should tell you our drinking game. Yeah. Because you need a drinking game. I mean, it's pretty amazing, but you still need a drinking of game. Of course. So we have our basic rules, not of all which apply. So our basic rules that apply. Um, always, what, if you can predict the next line, or in this case, Juliana predicted, like, a pretty major chunk of the plot. <laughs> I just felt it happening. It was pretty good. And um, Tish predicted a line, so... I did. We both hit I'm on I'm pretty that. good at that, yeah. Um... And then, of course, whenever there's a song to sing along to, which, since this is an operetta slash musical, whatever... It's pretty constant. It's, like, more music than speaking. I kind of like it. I think Um, all movies should be done like that. Yes, so uh, drink a lot whenever they're singing. Yeah. Which is amazing. Correct. Um, Some rules that we came up for this movie are... Drink when you hear Christmas. It might or might not happen. It does happen. Once. Once. (laughs) (laughs) 
the whole movie were like, is this a Christmas movie? When is Christmas coming? Kind they mentioned it once. It's kind of a Christmas movie. There's a toy maker and it's sort of an allegory. Mm. It's, it's Santa, kind of, but also... He's making toys for Christmas, but there's nothing Christmassy about this movie. No, but it's like winter in the end. Yeah, like they suddenly end up in Toyland, and they're like, "Hey!" And he's like, "Hey, I have a deadline, guys. Like the kids want toys for Christmas." And I'm like, "What is happening? Where did your elves go?" I feel like this is just like a one of those movies that's slightly something to do Christmassy, so they make it a Christmas movie, like toys, Christmas. Okay, that's fair. So, I mean, do it that what you will. It's maybe a Christmas movie, maybe not. It's fun nonetheless. Touch a Christmas. Okay. Um, drink whenever there is uh, a reference or mention of a mother goose story or characters, which will get you wasted in the first twenty minutes. Correct, but who doesn't love that? Uh, yeah, you've got. Um, they literally introduce characters in the first musical yeah, number. Bo We've Peep, got Jack and Jill. The Jack that jumps over the candlestick, candlestick. which is very Jack, impressive. Yeah. Um, you see, like, the shoe house for the little right. lady that lives in the shoe. We see a wall that we assume Humpty Dumpty was. Yeah, you see Little Boy Blue, I think. That's who that he is. He blows his horn. He does. The horn is blown. Um... So some kid named Willie is that a thing? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> there's also a lot where we're like, like there's twins in this group of children, and I, the whole movie, I'm like, who are these twins? And I don't know. I looked up like Mother Goose twins, and nothing came up. When I looked up Mother Goose Tom, I found out who Tom was. And Mary Quake and Trey, they do actually like her nursery rhyme in it. Yeah, that was cool. It was cool. I liked it's like, it. oh, I remember this. Yeah. So it's good, like, childhood nostalgia a little bit. True. I I just had, like, an incredible flashback to... I used to be babysat by, like, my best friend in elementary school's mom after school because my mm-hmm. mom worked. And so I go to her house for a couple hours, and it was, like, old-school computer. Like, yeah. I mean, back when we were, like, seven and eight computers... Uh-huh. And it was like this weird mother goose word game where it was like black with orange type that oh, came up geez. and like really basic graphics and it was kind of like one of those word games that you yeah. like word and like choose your thing through. I don't know. Did you learn some words? No, it wasn't like a learn <laughs> word game. I'm just saying it was like a like one of those games that was like it wasn't like play your way through. It's like it came up with like a like, story and like you had to like type in. Type in. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. I haven't <laughs> thought about that in like years. I fucking loved that game. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. 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 <laughs> drink for the gypsies. Always drink for gypsies. Um. There's gypsies. It's it's as with We've done this before with, like, No Mobile and other... What other 60s movies have we done? Where we're like, oh, God, the racism, the sexism. Yeah. It's very evident in this film. The gypsies. They... Barnaby, the evil miser, hires them as entertainment, and they come in and sing and dance. Also, they buy babies. Also, yeah, that's... Gypsies by babies. Did you know that? 
<laughs> well, yeah. We do. Obviously. We do. I think. We, <laughs> me and my ancestors. Well, I mean, no one knows for sure, but that is what I've been told by several different family members on that side. Because, like, then my Oma, when she was really young, when she was, uh, she, her family, who we assume at that point that she was living with, like, the Roma or whatever, they couldn't afford to keep her, so she got sent to a family to work, Mm -hmm. and, like, as household staff. Yeah. And, and this is in Hungary. And then, um... She actually, like, became quite a large part of that family, but she only got grade six education because she was, like, a worker. And then, uh, like, the father of the family that was taking care of her and stuff committed suicide, and she found him in the barn after he hung himself. (laughs) She did not have an easy life. Okay. Yeah. Welcome for that lovely story. Anyway, Juliana's a gypsy. Theoretically. That's the... I don't know. Although you're not supposed to call them gypsies. No. But these gypsies... By babies. Yeah. Or, in this case, a kidnapped man. <laughs> no, it's such an odd, like, correlation. And the, the, all the women are dressed like Esmeralda with tambourines with ribbons on them. It's and very tan. They're like, all they use some browns there. Fake tan, yeah. dark hair, wigs. Um, so Tom, Tom is kidnapped. Or he's sold to the gypsies. We'll, we'll get to that. Drink yeah. for the gypsies. Yeah. The drink. poor, misrepresented gypsies. Um, also drink when something happens that just makes you feel sad for feminism. <laughs> like math. Uh, <laughs> there is literally a musical number in which Mary sings about not being able to do math. <laughs> it's Kind of my favorite one. She just she's singing about like, oh no, our sheep have been stolen. How do we afford? How do we to pay, pay the this? bills? 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 And I got excited that she's gonna sing bills, bills, bills. But no, she's saying about like, I just can't do the sum. Yeah, it was very sad. It was kind of <sighs> hilarious. Though. Also, I mean, it's 1961. Just about everything that women do is in these sad? movies is like, oh god. Yeah, there was also like a lot of like. Tom being, Tom is like sweet, but also like weirdly protective and like predatorial and stuff like He's that. like singing to her, and maybe it's just Annette, but she, Mary, seems to have like no interest in him. I feel she's like just like just super, the actress. She's just super chill, and he's like trying to like get a kiss before they're married, and she's like, mm, no. Nah. It's also kind of weird, though, because, like, his song is, like, sweet and, like, oh, I love you so much. But his actions are, like, bitch, you're mine. Get on your knees. <laughs> yes, uh, he definitely says that. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, with his actions. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also... Oh, drink for murder! Yay! <laughs> there's a lot of murder references. There's a whole song... With Barnaby and his henchmen at the start where they're like, we'll do terrible things like murder people for money. Literally. And then, like, there's another song with his henchmen where they're like, I guess it's not about murder. 
but it's about death, where they're like, he slowly sank in oh, the yeah. ocean and died. They lie about what happened to Tom. Yeah. And tell her that he slowly sank. It's very, it's very it's dark. dark. Yeah. And the, there's a, one of the henchmen is mute and he always misunderstands the first time he's told something and assumes that he's supposed to kill somebody. Yeah. Including children. Yeah. Drink for murder. First, yeah. So anytime there's murder reference or the mute guy seems to be really interested in murder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a lot. Um, Later in the movie, we finally make it to Toyland. (laughs) And the toy... (laughs) Like an hour and a bit in. (laughs) Like over two thirds of the way in. Yeah. We finally get to Toyland and the toy maker. And the toy maker has an assistant named... Groomio. Groomio. He doesn't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Groomio has a lot of great inventions, and the toy maker says a lot. Groomio, you're a genius. Except he says it like Edwin, Edwin. so it's like lesbian. Adorable. Yeah. Groomio. Groomio. <laughs> um, so you can drink for that. Because that happens. Yeah. That's all our rules, though, I think. Yeah, that's Honestly, it's, like, a pretty simple list of rules, but with this movie, that will get you fucked up. Yeah. You're welcome. Just the Mother Goose stuff alone at the beginning. Right, right. Like, yeah. So. Um, so, we've kind of already gone through some things in the movie, but let's tell you how amazing this movie is. I'm a little disappointed it wasn't more Christmassy. Well, yeah, because like I, I, I guess we thought it would be, I don't know. More I didn't want to learn too much about it because I wanted to just watch, you know, we don't yeah. want to learn about our drunk Disney movies. No, we like it to But it came up as unfold. a Christmas movie, so I thought with the toys and stuff it was going to be Christmassy. I definitely thought, I guess more like nutcrackery than what it ended up being. Yeah. It's more like toys slightly related to Christmas than like yeah. there's no Santa or anything. Well, like they don't even call the toy maker Santa. He's just the toy maker, but like he's doing everything Santa does. Yeah. And I'm like, was like, I don't know. It was weird. Like Santa was a thing already, so it's not like I don't know. Anyway, it's amazing. It, it is amazing. Like from the beginning, like we said, the curtains open. There's this beautiful set. And I'm like, oh my god, I hope this whole thing is on this stupid set. And it was. It's all, like, sets, and it's very... Almost like Dr. Zeusy in, like, Barnaby's house is very, like, crooked and, like, crazy, like, Dr. Zeus. Yeah. And the rest of it is just very, like, cute, painted sets, and everything's very colorful. The amount of work that must have gone into that is, like, phenomenal. There's some amazing sets. And then in the end... Um, spoiler alert, they get shrunk down, some of the people, and they're, like, fighting, and they're small, so they've also got toys around them, so they had to make, like, giant toys for these yeah. sets. It's amazing. It, yeah, it, it's, like, I was, I respect that. And there's also, like, some, like, green screen special effects stuff. Yeah, when Barnaby's holding Tiny Tom. Yeah, there's some, Or like, Tiny, no, Tiny Edwin. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, this is pretty good. So, and like some stop motion with the toys moving. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. So, okay, good. so we've told you Barnaby gets his henchman to steal, kidnap Tom. With a mallet. Oh my god, that was hilarious. I know, that was like one of my favorite parts. They hit him on the head with a mallet. And he sinks. And he just like sinks down to his knees in the like fake ground. Yeah. Like real effect. It but was, then there's like stars around his head or something. No, it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. <sighs> I was amazed. Right. Okay, so instead of taking him to the sea, to throw him in the sea, they yeah. come across a sign that says, to the sea. Yes. Or, to the gypsy, gypsy camp. camp. Because those exist. Right, the giant. gypsies, make sure they have signs. So yeah, because just so you know where they are, so that you can go and persecute them. Right. <laughs> gypsies this way. So they're like, hey, gypsies buy babies, as if that's a known fact. And also, as though that has anything to do with the fact that they have a full-grown man in the right. sack. So they're like, hey, maybe they'll buy this guy. And they Which did. apparently they do. Because they're like, we'll get double paid. We'll get paid by Barnaby for getting rid of him. And we'll get paid by the gypsies. Well, I mean, that's just good business sense. Yeah. One of these henchmen knows his stuff. Correct. The um, fat one that talks. So then Barnaby hires the gypsies to entertain them when he announces he's marrying Mary. Barnaby. Which she only agrees to because he steals her sheep. And so she can't like, do math. I can't do math. How am I going to make money? My livelihood. The seven-year-old Bo Peep lost her sheep. I have five children to take care of that mm-hmm. weirdly are unexplained but live with me. Oh, right. Barnaby wants to marry Mary. Because oh, right. Mary is going to come into a lot of money when she marries. Correct. And so he thinks he should get that money instead of Tom. Even though he's already rich. And he has a castle in Spain. He <gasps> sings a whole song about it. Pretty and much. dances. I'm mad at Mary. Fucking Why would you say no to that? Take him up on his offer. Who cares if he's like four times your age and disgusting? He's going to get you a castle in fucking Spain and raise the taxes on everyone that lives in this township, apparently, underneath (laughs) your castle, and, like, buy you fucking pretty shit. My plan has always been to marry Rich. I say you marry him, you get your castle in Spain. He can stay in Mother Goose Village in his creepy old house. You live in the castle in Spain, get whatever you want. She doesn't know it yet, I guess. She doesn't know that she's going to come into this money. Yeah, it's really weird. And the money thing's, like, never resolved at the end. They never, like, talk about it. Yeah, because they just get married at It's, the like, end. the main plot point that, like, spurs this all on. And at the end of the film, it's just but forgotten. But where is she getting this money? Who is giving her money if she gets married? I don't know. That's maybe, like, sh- maybe, her, maybe her parents died and left the money, but in a trust that she can't reach until she went. Well, she doesn't know about it. Why does Barnaby know about it? Well, he's creepy. Right. He, okay. maybe, before he became a angry old miser, he was, like, the town lawyer or, like, notary or something and, like, signed off on the legal docs. <laughs> maybe. Uh, he wears an awfully tall hat, I'm just saying. He does an awfully tall hat. <laughs> yeah. He also looks like the Count from Sesame Street. Correct. With the cape and the hair. And a black and purple cape. I mean, I'm just saying. It's amazing. 
Um, One, two, three. I kept thinking he was going to start talking like that. Speaking of... (laughs) (laughs) He does have an amazing laugh. I can't even do it. I can't do it, but it's it's, like this weird little like... (laughs) thing. It's like under the breath laugh. Oh, God, it was so good. That was the best part of it. His character's pretty fabulous. I do, I do love his wispy sideburns. Oh my god, his hair is yeah, his hair is amazing. His he does this full on creepy weird dance with like the arrowhead and like all he sorts does, of shit. He really shows a, off his dancing. Has a doble, yeah. Fights an imaginary bull. Plays with a fountain. I mean, this dance has everything in it. It's a very long dance number. And at the end, she still won't marry him. Right? I'd Girl. be like, damn, you can dance. Get your priorities straight. <laughs> so he hires the gypsies. <laughs> right. And Tom is with the gypsies, and he pretends to be an old lady gypsy who tells fortunes. But he really just knows what's going on with Mary and Barnaby already. Yeah, and he's just biding his time. So he does this whole act as this old lady reading their palms, and then he's like, ha I'm Tom! Yeah, it, it's really bizarre. Like, you see him, like, putting on, like, fake prosthetics and yeah. stuff, and he comes out and he does this whole thing with that. I'm an old lady tipsy. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, let me read your palm. Oh, Tom's not dead. You're going to marry that boy. Yeah. Barnaby, you're a sneaky bugger and all your plans will be exposed. And he like, his clothes magically like tear off of him. Yeah, some great not practical effects just in this the movie. gypsy clothes. Yeah. And he's like, I'm Tom. And she's like, yay. And then Barnaby, like, runs away. But he keeps trying to, like, go after them. Yeah. Meanwhile, the kids are I... like, oh, no, the sheep have gone into the forest of no return. <laughs> we will go we after them and find the sheep. placed forest of no return, hence why the sheep don't come back. So they go into the forest of no return. Yeah. And they get captured by trees. <laughs> Singing yeah. trees. Giant weird trees. Stumpy trees. Stumpy giant trees. And then Mary and Tom together again go after the kids and find them and then Barnaby and his henchmen go after them just kind of bent on revenge at this point. Yeah and then they all end up in Doyland. And then the trees are like you trespassed or whatever we're taking you to Toyland. So that you can so that you can like um, turn yourself turn yourselves in. into the toy master. The so toy like, master doesn't. Is this care. his way of like creating servitude to to fill the orders for Christmas? I don't. I know. feel like there's a bigger story here. I Let's don't understand the connection between the trees and the force and will return. Because it's never explained. To- and then Toyland, which is beautiful and amazing. So they go to Toyland, or the factory place, and Edwin, the toy master, and his assistant, Grumio. Yeah. Edwin is making toys. Grumio's like, I invented a machine that makes toys. And then the toy master is like, step aside, assistant, I will run this machine. And he burns the place to the ground. Yeah, basically. it's pretty impressive. He calls him a genius, and then he's like, you're an idiot. This is your fault. 
<laughs> well, this toy master does not know how to take responsibility for anything. No. He likes to, like, try to take Grumio's, like, credit for Grumio's inventions, but then when he fucks it up, it's Grumio's fault. Correct. Yeah, poor Grumio. He's such a little cutie. He's super cute. You just want him to be happy. And I feel like he doesn't get an ending. There isn't really a good ending. No. Tom and Mary get married. In pretty, pretty outfits. Yeah. And then that's it. Like, but literally, that, that's it. That's it. There's no like, more Like, you see them land. in, like, obvious wedding regalia, and then the curtains close. Yeah. You don't know about Grumio. You don't know... Like, it seems if to be winter, so, like, if they made the deadline, or, like, it right, did she inherit the money? because it's half past October on the clock. Yeah. And Toy Master is like, I need to make all these toys before Christmas. And Mary and Tom are like, we'll help you. These five children we have with us will work for you. Correct. And the kids are like, yay! And I'm like, you do not know what you're getting into. This is child labor. I love it. But they work on the assembly lines. And they make toys. And then Grumio. Oh, because Grumio fucked up the toy making machine. Sure. The toy master is like, Grumio, go to your room and invent (laughs) something to to destroy destroy yourself. yourself. (laughs) It's my favorite. I love that. (laughs) But he doesn't. He invents something to shrink things. Yeah. Which doesn't really help them make toys. It makes toys out of real life things, but as they point out after I pointed out, (laughs) that takes more material and work to make big things. Correct. So he's like, oh, Grumio, you're an idiot. After he's already shrunk things. But then Barnaby gets the gun and shrinks, and shrinks the toy everybody. master and Tom and the henchman and some other people. So then there's tiny people and he's trying to marry Mary again but then Tom rallies all the toys, the soldier toys and there's like a big toy war. Which goes on too long. It's Cause like, too long. Up until this point like pacing's been really quick like lots of shit has happened and then this fucking battle lasts like half an hour. <sighs> yeah. There's, like, a toy battle, and then they finally shrink Barnaby, so Tom and Barnaby have to have a sword fight. Okay, and this, this is the one time I got frustrated with Mary Quake Contrary. Okay, so, these people get shrunk to, like, a few inches, and she's still big, and she's letting Tom fight this battle. I'm like, bitch, get off your backside and step on Barnaby. (laughs) Like, or, like, put him in a cage or something. Like, put a, put a plastic cup over him and trap him like a spider. <laughs> like, come on. And it, she's like, has this well, kind of the same facial expression on. But she she's has like, no oh, facial expression. She's oh, just like, oh. oh no. Oh. The men are fighting. <sighs> Save yourself, girl. Yeah. yeah. So there's that didn't happen. There's a big toy-sized fight. Yeah. And eventually... Barnaby ends up in a box, and we never know. Tom stabs him with his sword, and they're like on the ledge, and so he falls off the ledge into the like. So we're to assume he's dead. I would assume so, but they didn't want to show us gore, so he fell into a box. Okay, and then every and then Grumio comes in and is like, "I made a restoring thing." thing." 
So everyone gets back to normal size. And the, he- oh, the henchmen have switched sides by this point. So yeah, the henchmen they're are like helping good Tom. now. And then that's it. And then it's like, we just got married. Curtains closed. The end. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So no resolution for Toyland. We don't know if the kids stayed to help make all the toys and were like slaves for two months. I think so. Did Mary, and it's winter oh. when they're getting married, so, like, maybe they helped get the Christmas out, and then they got married. Yeah, well, that's why I There's assume. literally no Christmas in this movie, Did though. Bo Peep find her sheep? Right. They said they would worry about that later. Well, I'm just saying. I'm worried about it By now. the way, the sheep were dyed pastel colors. Well, of course. Beautiful. Because. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, because why not? Yeah, so... Yeah, so weird movie, guys. I loved it. I it only was... got frustrated with that one part. I could deal with the, like, women can't do math stuff because That's I also kind of found it hilarious. Although, like, I'm not, like, the best spokesperson in second math. But I feel like if I tried, I could figure it out. <laughs> it was very, like, it reminded me of the Simpsons episode when Lisa gets... Malibu Stacy, who's fight you're finally gonna speak. What are you gonna say? And she goes, Math is tough. <laughs> it was pretty much like that. Yeah. It very much like that. But that is the joy of sixties movies. I really I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed our time with this one. All the music is like really fun. Mm-hmm. The colors is very colorful. Very colorful and beautiful and like the sets were amazing. And, like, the dresses and the costumes. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Uh, Mother Goose's fake arm. Oh, yeah. Mother Goose is holding a goose. Named Silly Goose. Sylvester. Silly, for short. (laughs) (laughs) And we figured out that... So it's like a puppet, and I was like, someone's hand is up there, like, moving his beak. It has to be, yeah. And I thought maybe someone was behind her, but then I realized, no, they put a fake arm of hers around the goose, like she's holding a goose, but really, her real arm is in the goose. (laughs) (laughs) You can't see it, but we're miming out this whole situation for you. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. I like Sylvester. He's a good character. Yeah, she wasn't around much after the beginning. I know. But he was there, like, saying that, like, Barnaby is an asshole and stuff. And she would be like, shh. I know. I'm like, he was speaking the truth. You think she'd be more helpful? She is Mother Goose. Uh, like, this is her village. Right? I'd be like, hey, <laughs> Mother Goose Village is my village, Barnaby. How about you take your stuff Go and get Go back out? to your hill and your crooked house and your crooked hill. Right? It was very, um, like, Grinch. Yeah. He's up there, literally looking down at the telescope, like, at all the who's in Whoville. Yeah, when they're singing happy songs of marriage. (laughs) (laughs) It was was amazing. Not very Christmassy, but amazing nonetheless. (laughs) That's stuck in my head. Should we watch the Grinch now? (laughs) No. No. Um... I would recommend this. I would, too. I, like, I might make it part of my, like, yearly Christmas. I know it's not a Christmas. Like, it is and it's not. It can be a Christmas tradition like, without it being a Christmassy yeah, movie. Like, I have I my I have a Christmas tradition of watching Hook at Christmas, which is not a Christmassy movie, but it, 
like something that I obviously used to watch at Christmas, so it became yeah Christmas related. I don't know. This I, might join. I that. recommend. I love these weird '60s musical movies. I love it. Yeah, I mean, like. It, it, I can't imagine, like, in the 60s, like, watching that, I would be, I feel like I'd be so amazed. Like, They're so beautiful. Yeah, between, like, the sets and the costumes and the CGI, which, I mean, for the time, seems pretty good. Pretty I think good. I'd be, like, yeah. It's very entertaining. It's quite an adventure. Yeah. I could totally see, like, watching, like, this and Barbarella back to back and just <laughs> having, like, a, a rockin' time. Barbarella, very different, but also amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so get drunk, do the drinking game, but watch it. It's probably a kids movie. I think so. There's like a lot about murder. But it's so and stuff. dark. It gets a little dark. I mean, that one guy almost kills that kid with the lollipop or whatever. Yeah, there's a very murderous simpleton. <laughs> Who? Simple Simon. Simple Simon is in there too. I forgot about Simple Simon. And his pies. That was incredible. And that asshole child. Was that Willie? I don't know. No. Who's Willie? There's a kid named Willie. Willie! He was so excited to see his Willie again. Yeah, Tom was like really excited to see Willie. Yeah. <laughs> Tom the Piper's son, who stole a pig. He stole a pig. We don't get into that in the story. They never, they refer to him as Tom until like near the end he introduces himself Tom to someone Piper. as Tom Piper. Yeah. The only hint we get of It's who odd he is. because Mary, Mary Quite Contrary is Mary Quite Contrary. She has like the actual garden in her song and like her whole house is like kind of garden themed <sighs> and stuff. A yeah. little bit. That was really cute when they like sang How Does Your Garden Grow with silver bells and cockle yeah. shells and maidens. And in they it. had the little flowers that were all those. It was things. super cute. Yeah. This is super cute. Movie. I like that part. But like, we never get into Tom's background. So I feel no. like. Or like, the, why are these two characters getting married? Yeah, like, what an odd choice. Like, Tom the Piper Son, if you go and read the prose, is all like, he stole a pig and like. I guess he, like, in the end, like, learns work ethic. But, like, <laughs> it was, it's just really bizarre to, like, she's obviously her character, and he's just kind of like, Tom, this person we don't talk about, and then Tom, I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't it's full happen. of Mother Goose stuff. It's very colorful and beautiful and musical. I cannot recommend it highly enough. I would definitely recommend it. Watch Not it. necessarily a Christmas, whenever, but... Also, with the toys and stuff, it's kind of Christmas. Yeah. And it's just, like, a nice musical fun time. Yeah. With some murder. Yeah. Or wannabe murder. Murder references. Reality seeping into Mother Goose World. Mm -hmm. And some slightly offensive gypsy. Oh, and some, um... There's a lot. Indian toys. If you're a woman or a person of any other ethnicity other than white, you're probably going to be offended at some point. I mean, that's the entire movie's yeah. history up Correct. to a point. Exactly. So, it's, you know, 
1961. Watch it with the knowledge that it's 1961. Yeah, don't go into it with, like, today's morality. <laughs> Just enjoy the lovely musical numbers and Annette's lovely, deep, sexy voice. I know. I love it so much. I love it. As soon as she started singing, I was like, oh, this is not, like, a, oh, I'm so lovely. This is a musical voice. It was, like, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh my god, I'm such a girl, and you're so beautiful, marry me. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like, hello, Tom, I don't like, really Tom, care whether we're, we're getting married. married. And then her fin- lack of facial expression makes her just seem super chill. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, it I looks like she's on, on like, tranquil. She's on some pretty sort. good quaaludes. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck, who wishes they were alive during the 60s? Oh, man. All right. I think that's about all we can that say. Is. There's not a lot more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we literally went through the whole film. It's amazing, though. But you can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com or Twitter and Instagram at inthemoviespod. Tell us how much you love this movie. <laughs> It's pretty wonderful. Um, if you need uh, to see the drinking game, uh, check the link to the blog. It'll be written there so you can have a good time watching this movie. And uh, don't forget to check out my YouTube channel because we do movie reviews. We just did a whole bunch yeah. for the Montreal Documentary Festival. Yeah. There's also a vlog, a travel vlog, as I like to call it, <laughs> of our whole weekend, which was lovely. Yeah. It was lovely. So, um, that's it for this year's Christmas Drunk Disney. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. (laughs) You're welcome.